God damn, they're killing him. I know. <laughs> killing him. <laughs> stop, stop, he's already dead. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am your host, Sam, and we are all here for episode 54. Five. Five. (laughs) I guess that's what happens when you only do the show every three weeks. This is the double nickel. That makes sense. Now, Now I'm caught up. You know, I'm only here about every three weeks. So, you know, this is this is the third week, I guess, in the trilogy of weeks. Yeah, there so you I'm go. Pretty much. So I'm here <laughs> That's on the podcast, it. back to talk about craft beer again. Or still, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> See, I, I like the fact that he said, back to talk about craft beer again, because there is that possibility that one time while he's gone, in his hiatus, we're just going to change the show <laughs> up. Sneak one in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're a car show now. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Hey, no, talk about high lie now. Hey, give, give the audience something else, you know? They, they don't just enjoy craft beer. I'm sure they like a variety of topics. <laughs> you said talk about high lie. Cigar City. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Very nice. I do like me some high life. I've had that many, many times. Except I can't find it around here. Does well, anybody know where it is? Where, Florida. where can you find it? Well, I know it's in Florida. Florida. I've, been, yeah. I've been to Cigar City. I've I know. I'm just to the brewery. That's where you find it. Cigar City in Florida. Well, you can find it. In, it's in Jersey. It was all over is Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, we are but in neither in Jersey nor Florida. Yeah. And friggin' Mindful, right? Friggin' Mindful. mindful. Down in Castle Shannon, they have two Cigar City beers in their cooler at all times. Oh. And unfortunately, I've never seen the highlight there. Actually, I take that back. I think it was there when it first opened, but Mm -hmm. then it disappeared very quickly, and I've not seen it return. Huh. So, I have no Nick Jones, to that. if you are listening to this show, we want the highlight. I will buy the highlight when I come into Mindful. We? Yeah, you'll have a, you'll have a, can of it again. You foisted upon three, me three bucks, Adam. Come on, it's for the it's for the good of the people, right? Bring them the beer that they want. And I know, even though many of the people up here have probably not had that beer, they want it. Oh, they want it. It is a delicious, delightful IPA. Oh, all right. So, all right. So to catch everybody up, I am Sam, as you probably know. With me are Steve and Adam. They're both here. They've been talking. You know, they're alive and well again on the show today. So yes. So let's just get right into things because we got a lot to talk about today, and I'm I'm super excited because I get to try number one a beer that I've never had before on the show, which is very exciting, and number two it's an IPA, and number three it's from a brewery that I've had no experience with so far. So today on the show, we are going to be drinking beers from Odd Side Ales. Now, Steve, you know Odd Side Ales. I've not had any Odd Side Ales. Well, I actually haven't had anything from Odd Side Ales yet. Oh, you've I, not had anything. No, I Adam, haven't. Adam, do you know Odd Side Ales? I have never had anything from them, and up until last week, I'd never heard of them. Okay, yeah. great. So this will be a great show, not only for us, but for the audience as well, because we're all going to get to experience Odd Side Ales together. We are coming yes. in blind. We'll drink it, we'll tell them about it, and then they'll go out and drink it. Right. It, it, it's it, like the circle of life. I think so. I, th- much, I, I hope yeah. so, yeah. But yeah, it's been a while since we've profiled a brewery, so I feel like 
profiling a brand new brewery is the best way to go. Let's make this happen. New Absolutely. spring, new beginning. Yeah. Well, I don't know how brand new they are. They're new They're to new us. To us. Yeah. New to new us. us. Yeah. And that's that's what's important here on the on Hop Nation USA. New to us. All right. So first up here, I am very excited because we're going to kick this show off with a big multi hoppy bang. And we are coming in with the Dank Frank Juice. And I love this because it's got a picture of Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on here. So if it's got his picture on it, how could it be bad, right? Just, this is probably like the alcoholic version of Wolf Cola. I hope so. <laughs> Not that I've ever had Wolf Cola, but <laughs> the tagline on here is I'm going to get real weird with it. I, so I feel like I would like to get weird with yeah, this beer. I feel like this is more of a reference because this isn't a can. I feel like this is more of a reference to when Frank was drinking wine out of a can. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, at the funeral. Because he's just walking around, I'm going to get real weird with it. <laughs> so oh, I find yeah. that disappointing. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. How's that? It shouldn't be an IPA. Well. Should be a barley wine. It should be a barley wine, or oh. it could be an IPA with, like, maybe some grape must in it. Maybe. So let, maybe. let's find out more. Okay. All right. What, what are the stats on this? So first off, for those that don't know, Oddside Ales is a brewery out of Grand Haven, Michigan. And this beer, as we noted, was an Imperial IPA. It's big and hoppy, coming in at 86 IBUs, so good for me. Good for Steve. Mm -hmm. Adam, we'll see what you think, but that's going to be a hobby <laughs> guy. And it's coming in at a very big 9.9% ABV. So mm. almost, in, uh, almost in double digits, almost hit 10 there. So, all right. Well, without further ado, Dank Frank is going to get opened up here, and we are going to enjoy it, gentlemen. You mentioned how the IBUs are 86, and that's going to be supposedly pretty hoppy. Um, Last week we had a beer from uh, we had a beer from Crux Brewing. Uh, well, Crux Fermentation, fermentation yeah. project. Yeah, right, Crux Fermentation right. project. <laughs> yeah, that half hitch. Yeah, the half hitch, and that one was about ninety IBUs, I think. And it was surprisingly good. Yeah, that, yeah. So this one might not be too harsh on you, Adam. If if <laughs> if you can keep the trend going, maybe. <laughs> right. We shall see. We shall see. So looking at this, I like I like the color. It's a hazy beer. Yeah, definitely haze. Not much clarity here. It has a nice kind of goldenish, yeah. orangish tint to it, but not super dark. Right, it's orangish, but not having that juicy orange look to it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like you know. It's not a. It's not a classic hazy. IPA. Right. It doesn't look like IPA that is hazy. Yeah, it doesn't look like Minute it's, Maid. It's not a New England style. <laughs> Correct. But it is hazy. And from the first. Little uh, little sniff here I took on the nose. It well, I can already smells hoppy. Yeah, yes, it does. Yeah, that's a lot of hop. Yeah, that's a lot of hop. <laughs> the hops were literally pouring out of that can the second I opened it. <laughs> yeah. They were just boom right in the face. And I loved it. Oh, it was fantastic. The uh, the one step that we did miss on this one was the head. Uh, when it came out, it was a nice, I, I can't say a fluffy, but a... Uh, frothy? A frothy white, yes. Yeah. Uh, it stuck around a little bit, still a little bit hanging around on the edges. Mm -hmm. uh, it, yeah. Nothing of particular note. I get a I get a lot of citrus as well as like hoppiness. Yes. It, it's not a it's not an earthy or a piney cock. It's very citrusy. Mm -hmm. I'm going citra hops, amarillo hops, and Vic Secret. That's that's my guess for the three hops that were used in this beer. I have no confirmation if that's true or not. <laughs> that's my guess. That's what the schnoz tells me. I'm gonna just taste it. Somewhat balanced. Well that's dank and that's juice. <laughs> there's some there's some malt in there. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely taste the malt. It does have a dank 
dank flavor to it. It's not, it's not, certainly not too piney. It's not incredibly no. hoppy. I was actually expecting with 86 IBUs to taste the hops a little bit more, but even settling in the back of my throat here, I, I'm, they're not even lingering around. I'm getting more of the malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it does still have some of that, it does have some of that citrusy back end and some of that residue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tastes some slight hints of maybe some grapefruit, but all all around, um, you know, it's it's not as hoppy as I generally would expect or like from an, an imperial pale ale, but I, I do like it. I think it's pretty tasty. It's refreshing. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like this a lot. It's really refreshing. It's got that nice, like, juice back end to it. It's not dry at all. It is not a dry beer whatsoever. Yeah, like it's not going to no. dry you out. It isn't, so, yeah. and at nine point nine percent, you really can't taste a lot of the booze. I mean, Mm-mm. it's it's flavorful. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. Huh. So, the first one from Oddside is a winner. <laughs> All right, good job, Frank. <laughs> it's a good it's a good start. <laughs> Love drinking wine out of a can. That has nothing to do with this beer. It's just no, fun. No. Have you guys ever tried it? You guys ever drink wine out of a can? Uh, I have drank rum out of a can before. Was it was it canned rum? No, it wasn't canned rum. I had put Malibu rum in a can. Oh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> they're starting to can wine now. Like, they you are. can go into a liquor store and find canned wine, which mm-hmm. I think is just a phenomenal idea. Huh. Okay. I, I'm not a wine drinker, so I've not seen this innovation. Nor am I. I don't know the first thing about wine. I know I know about bags, and I know about... <laughs> Where uh, Ben Franzi is at. Right. I know about Thunderbirds. I don't know about canned wine. Right. Right. Dude, bags are so circa 2000. Now it's all about the canned wine. Nobody's drinking bags anymore. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Maybe some people are. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's somebody, got to. Somebody out there. <laughs> They're still on the shelves. <laughs> somebody's out there drinking their bag wine, listening to Crazy Town. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a reference I was not expecting. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for news and notes. It's time for news and notes. All right. <laughs> We're not going to do that one ever again. <laughs> No, that was but good. I like to put the lasers in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, news of the day. Uh, news of the week, really. Yeah, news of the week. And more last week, but we were doing our music bit. <laughs> Not our, our bit. That's, yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing our music episode last week. But uh, big news, Green Flash is closed down, more or less. It's not they really... Are, yeah. Uh, the the what, brands are going to continue. For a I don't know how long. Right. So, so the full story is that Green Flash has, uh, as a business, has been closed down and sold off to a private equity group, which is never good. No, that's never good. And this is coming on the heels of we reported on the uh, the the cutback in production right. back in January, and they announced that they were going to cut. They were going from all fifty states to just a handful of states. And now it's getting worse. Yeah. And then <laughs> they announced that they were going to shut down their Virginia brewery, right. and that was being sold off. And a week after that, they announced that the ownership of both Green Flash and Alpine beers uh, has been dissolved. Right. <laughs> right. Dunzo. Yeah. So technically now they're owned by a bank, right? Well, okay. So uh, the brands... I thought I read that. Uh, the brands are owned by uh, an equity firm called WCIPA LLC. Okay. West Coast IPA. Hmm. <laughs> Clever. Oh, I get it. You get it. <laughs> um, that So that sounds like a number of people have come together to purchase the brand mm-hmm. to keep it running for a bit. Uh, the Virginia Brewery, though, is owned by 
the bank that they had the loan taken out of. Okay, so they pretty much repossessed it. Yeah, it, it went into foreclosure. Like that, the whole part of the business going into foreclosure is that right. being possessed by the uh, Comerica Bank. So pretty much, they it sounds like they tried to overreach. So yeah, that's what they're uh, kind of blaming this failure on. <laughs> so they're at least blaming themselves. Um, sort of. Okay. Uh, they're they're saying that the uh, hyper localization of other craft breweries, which is that is actually something that we have talked about off the air. Yeah. Is is they are kind of in that no man's land places like Sierra Nevada. New Belgium. New Belgium. Yeah, Green Flash. They're in that no man's land where they're craft, but they're not local. Right. So no one's going to pick them up because they're the worst of both worlds. Um, Kind of in a way. The way I look at it is these brands that are relying on distribution mm-hmm. to keep themselves running uh, because, you know, we can get served by closer businesses right. a lot easier and in cases cheaper. Right. And I'll be honest for myself, if I have a choice between a beer from California or a beer from here in Pittsburgh, chances are if they're of similar quality, I'm going to go for the one from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. because that's that's the community. That's helping the community that I live in. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. With, you know, all the craft beer communities popping up across the country. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if other breweries, um, you know, maybe not find themselves in a similar fate, but find themselves at least going down that path where they might anticipate that their distribution is going to be a little bit higher or their sales are going to be a little bit greater than they actually are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think maybe Green Flash might be just the cautionary tale for those other mid-sized brands like you just mentioned, like Sierra Nevada and um, right. uh, uh, New, New Belgium. Belgium. New Belgium. Right. <laughs> That's the one I came right. up with. I couldn't even remember. Well, uh, the, the, I think the biggest problem with Green Flash, personal opinion, is they kind of pigeonholed themselves as the IPA beer. Okay. The IPA brewery, and they didn't branch out fast enough, soon enough. Um, they kind of hung their hat on IPAs. Yeah. And a lot of other breweries were doing other things to kind of satiate everybody else that wasn't an IPA person. I'll half agree with you on that because, one, I, th- I think as a non-IPA drinker for you, Adam, I don't think you understand how popular IPAs are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do because yeah. they are half the time I ungodly go to, popular right yeah. now. Half the time I go to a place, I look at the menu, and at least half of it is IPAs. Yeah. Right. It pisses me off. But uh, – I, I will agree in the fact that I don't think Green Flash innovated enough. They did not. Yeah, I couldn't agree they with that not. more. Yeah. A- everything from their marketing to what um, marketing? their sampling. Yeah, the market, the marketing, absolutely. And and even the dis- it, it was very hard to distinguish between their IPA beers. I mean, you might have had an IPA and an Imperial and a Pale, but they were all brewed with a similar hop profile. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all that West Coast style. And look, to come on the East Coast, especially here and now, I mean, that's that style is is trending to the back of the IPA bandwagon. I mean, right, right now right. it's the New England style. It's hazy beers. It's flavorful. It's citra hops, galaxy hops, things like that. And that's that's what people want, especially on this side of the country. And mm-hmm. I mean, to to really immerse yourself in that market and succeed, I mean. You, you got to stand out from the crowd a little bit, and they didn't. Right. Yeah, I, I think a good corollary to that would be Stone, because they're constantly putting out something different with their IPAs. Correct. Whether it's the Enjoy Buy, or this year is the uh, Scorpion Bowl IPA. Mm-hmm. Now that obviously stands out because that's something new, and it has you know 
a, a different flavor to it. It's meant to be a tropical, uh, you which know. Which makes sense. It's right. something new. It's something different. It's something to draw you back in a little bit. Right. But if you're always seeing the West Coast and the Soul Style and, you know, the same three beers, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of hard. Who cares? Yeah. So, yeah. again, back to uh, what you guys just said. Coming on to the East Coast, they were trying to extend themselves to a 50-state production and distribution. Couldn't pull it off. Yeah. Couldn't pull it off. And uh, they the other thing that they're blaming on the failure is the Virginia brewery uh, saying because they couldn't pay back the loans for that. They oh. took out a $20 million loan. And they couldn't <laughs> pay that back. Yeah. It was only open for 16 months. <laughs> Yikes. Mm. Yeah. So like that seems like I, there, were, there had to be bigger problems than that. That's what I'm there wondering. Has to be. I, I'm wondering if something else is going to come out of this because we've already mentioned again, New Belgium has two production facilities. So is Sierra Nevada. So is Sierra Nevada. So what are they doing that they can continue? <laughs> right, exactly. What's, and how, what is different? And if it's really the hyper localization that is drawing so much business away, how did Green Flash not see that coming? You wouldn't open a new production facility. Right. <laughs> right. Like, that's a super bad business move. Right. And that's not something that you do in a matter of a couple of weeks. No. That's years worth of effort. Yeah. To get that up and running. Yeah. So I I, I don't see how they I don't see how they screwed this up so fucking bad. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Any word on if the brewers are going to try, try again with something else? So the way it kind of seems like it's breaking down is... Uh, a lot of the management is just being replaced and oh, cut. Okay. Um, the The original CEO of Green Flash is going to stay on with the company, but he's going to stay on as a VP. Gotcha. Okay. And then uh, the the management and owners of Alpine Brewing, they're out they're completely. Gone. Yeah. And apparently uh, the son of the owners of Alpine was a brewer for Green Flash. Okay. But he's going to stay on as a brewer for Green Flash. Okay. So, it's, right. so it seems like they're not going to replace you know people at the production level, but just right. whoever mismanaged <laughs> all these decisions right. mm-hmm. are put them in this position. Yeah, or on the outs. Definitely, uh, definitely interesting news. I will be curious to see if the brands carry on because in the article that I read, it said at least for now they were going to keep the brands afloat, but mm-hmm. you know, will they dissipate out of? You know, PA in the East Coast area and go back to the West Coast, or maybe they'll they'll kind of disintegrate altogether. At this point, there's no reason for them to be east of the Rockies. Well, I I don't know. It depends. I feel like it might just be a matter of let's sell off everything that you know, because I mean, obviously a brewer is going to have things still in production. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it might be a matter of let's sell everything off, and then it'll just all dissolve away, mm-hmm. or maybe they're looking for another buyer. Maybe. I feel like Pittsburgh is still a big enough market that they can still continue to sell their product here. I think they can be profitable, yeah. but I don't know that they can flourish here. And of course, they never flourished here. Right. They I was going to say, did. like, think about the bars you go into. Think about the people you interact with. Who's drinking Green Flash beer? You. I'm not. <laughs> I don't drink it. Are you kidding me? I, got, I do have one bottle of something it's a belgian quad i think in my fridge and it's been there for i don't know the better part of a year but but honestly i i never i never pick green flash beer where am i where am i going well i mean that, I, don't I, don't want, yeah. I want that <laughs> and it's, if, if it's even available and most times it's not yeah well, i that's just you I, i'm saying 
in general, I think Pittsburgh's big enough for them to continue to sell in order to sell off their their, their reserve right, or whatever's right. left. They can Maybe. get rid of it in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah I don't think they're going to focus on getting rid of their beer in Oklahoma or whatever. No. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not it's not prominent here in Pittsburgh. I mean, no. People don't drink it. I consider myself pretty integrated into the craft beer community, and I know it's what people are talking about and you know what people are drinking. And it's just Green Flash is never in the conversation. It hasn't been for years. No, no. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with them. I for honestly don't feel like it's going to be totally missed. <laughs> no, it, no I, it isn't. I won't miss them. And that's, no. Yeah, it's it's news from a business standpoint. Yeah. It's not really news from a beer drinker standpoint. Yeah, I, I think it's more interesting about the hyper-localization. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it, again, like I said, it's a cautionary tale for these other mid-sized craft brewers. Yeah, tread lightly, know what you're doing. Right, and that we may start seeing a pullback that we you know, may lose here in Nevada and uh, New Belgium if they right. if they're a little more smarter with their money. <laughs> right, exactly. Or maybe it's a very limited distribution. Right. Those two companies though are very innovative. They have they're always putting out new styles and their marketing is top notch. You mm-hmm. see them sampling in grocery stores, beer stores. Oh, yeah. Sierra Nevada is everywhere. And New Belgium even more so. Yeah, well. New yeah. Belgium as well. So I mean I think they're 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 integrated and yeah. you know those the, neither of those breweries are really my first choice when it comes to, to beer drinking but I will give them you know credit where credit is due I mean right. they they come into a market and they come in you know full steam ahead and they, they don't let up I mean New Belgium puts out a couple probably a couple different beers every month I mean they always mm-hmm. have something new in that Voodoo series of IPAs mm-hmm. they're always innovating and you know and uh, you, I'll I'll say if I'm getting a mix of six New Belgium usually yeah, gets, gets a place in there. usually gets bad. a place in there. <laughs> I got to give props to their Juicy Haze IPA. That is hands down the best beer that I've ever had from New Belgium. It is incredible. Have you had their Belgian Triple? Yes. I like that one a lot. That one is good. I like that. It is mm. good. <laughs> Maybe you should try that one, Adam. Maybe I should. Maybe <laughs> no, I should. I'm just saying. I'll take a juicy I'm just Haze, saying uh, over Sam's suggestion. <laughs> right. <what? laughs> I will try most anything. I will try yeah. most anything. Doesn't mean I'm gonna like it, but I'll try most anything. Yeah, I think another reason that Sierra Nevada and um, Sierra Nevada and New Belgium are a little bit more successful is also their price point is a little bit lower. Green, mm-hmm. Green Flash was always a couple bucks more for a six pack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, their bombers were between eight and ten bucks. And I think that makes a big difference, especially for the more casual drinkers that, you know, don't know a lot of these breweries, maybe has, hasn't had a lot from, you right. know, the, the, the national microbreweries that are here in Pittsburgh or wherever somebody is. And, mm-hmm. you know, a dollar or two difference you know what the, what the hell is the difference at that point like you know I'll, I'll take the i'll take the cheaper of the two and their price point's always been a little bit lower and i think that could have an effect on why they've been more successful right yeah i think so yeah if you're always seeing the soul style at a higher price point than the latest voodoo ranger mm-hmm. you know of course that's going to affect you right <laughs> you're like oh this is the same old beer that's more expensive than this brand new thing right I, right i'm gonna go for this <laughs> sorry exactly so speaking of going for things yes uh, it seems to me that Sam really wants to go for this uh, this Frank juice. I'm going for this Frank juice. <laughs> Thank Frank juice, I should say. All right. Well, you know, since you since you called me out on I that will, one, Adam, I, I think I'll uh, give spot. my final opinion here. And uh, you know what? I, I like the Dank Frank juice. Uh, now that my mouth has kind of warmed up to it a little bit, and I'm starting to get all the flavors, it's 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 a winner for me. Now. 
Here's the thing. I mean, when I think about it, would I have another one in a bar? Absolutely. Would I go out and buy the beer again? Maybe a single can, but probably not a six pack or higher. Just because it wasn't as hoppy as I generally like, and there are beers out there that I can think of that I would rather have instead of this. That being said, um, it's a it's a good beer. It's got a ton of flavor. Um, it's malty. It's hoppy. It's juicy. It's dank. I mean, it's everything that it says it is. So, all right. I, I have nothing to complain about. I'm thoroughly enjoying drinking it. Good deal. I will somewhat disagree with Sam in the fact that I would buy more of this <laughs> because it's not a complete palate wrecker. See, that's a callback to the segment. Oh, Get it? yes, the green flash palate wrecker. I, I I had that before. That is a palate wrecker. Yeah, that it really one's is. Hoppy and piney, and yeah. that leaves you dry in the mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think because this one isn't super duper hoppy. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy that more. You know, I'm not the biggest, biggest hophead. Right. So I, I do like beers like this one and like that Crux that we had last week mm-hmm. that are really good with the hop flavor. And they offer a lot of different flavors. This one's like full of that citrus juiciness and you get a little bit of that maltiness and it's not too boozy. So, yeah, this is a great beer. Right. I like it. The list remains at five. Yeah, six. Six. Six? Six. Because you added the decadent last week. I did. I did. But I, you know what? I, I'm still torn about that because I'm still not convinced it's an IPA. Yeah, no, it I'm is. So still I still not convinced it is. I, but I, I'll add it on the list. I can, underst- I can understand that, but... Uh. Yeah, it's six. It, it's six now. Uh, this one, it, it's, it's fine. Uh, it, in terms of IPAs, it's not the worst thing in the world. But uh, it would not make my mix a six. Okay. So be it. No surprise there. Well, now you know. <laughs> now I know. Right. Uh, is it in the bottom half of IPAs? No. However, it's just not going to make my mix a six. All right. Hey, Fair enough. I think everybody should try this beer, though, because when you have a show as awesome and has been on the air for, what, 12, 12 seasons, 13 seasons? So yeah, it's going to be, be on. It's going to be 13 seasons in 2019. Yeah, a long-running <laughs> show like that. you got Frank, one of the best characters on the show, putting out... Well, he's not really putting out he's this beer, but Oddside <laughs> Ale is dedicating a beer to him. Everybody should try that because that in itself is awesome, and this can rules. So try uh, try the dank Frank juice if you can find it, Oddside Ales. So what do you say we take a quick break here? Yeah. Make a little cheddar? Okay. Come back for segment two. All right. More craft beer. More craft beer. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. Hop Nation, we are back and ready to drink some more odd side ales. So after that dank Frank juice, I have to say, gentlemen, I'm pretty excited for beer number two here. I liked what I liked what I had from them the first time around. And I'm curious to see what we have next, because I know I haven't had it. So Steve, what's uh, what's next on the odd side ales docket here? So our next beer from odd side ales is the ocular pat down, sticking with the always sunny <laughs> uh, it's very interesting that this is a brewery from Michigan that is making always sunny flavored beers. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. 
So where are they out of again? They're out of Grand Haven, Michigan. Grand Haven, which is part of this part of Michigan. And if this was a TV show, you'd see me pointing at my hand like a, like a <laughs> Michigan jerk. Right. Great. <laughs> Good visual jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I got more. So uh, the Ocular Pat Down is a vanilla coffee porter. And then that's all it says on the website. <laughs> okay. Any idea on IBUs, ABVs, yeah. SRMs? So the... Uh, ABV is six and the IBUs are thirty-five. Six. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, so since there's so scarce amount of uh, information about <laughs> about the beer itself, I figure I'd give you just a little bit more about Odd Side itself. All right. Um, the uh, it, it opened up in 2010 in a old piano factory. Very nice. Yeah. Huh? It's a 15 barrel. Uh, Small craft brewery. Okay. And it was, it's owned by Chris Mishner. Mishner from Michigan. Yes. Mishner from Michigan. Michigan. Uh, he uh, left his job as an accountant to become a brewer. I can support that. Yes. Fully support that. Yeah. He, he said he got tired of 80-hour work weeks. So, so he went to a brewery? <laughs> yeah. Well, Wait, that's, I was going to say, I'm sure, not sure when opening a brewery, if that time would really be reduced. <laughs> But it wouldn't be sitting at a computer. Right. Very true. And does it really work? It's different. I mean, it's his business now. It's different time spent. Yes, different. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing is it. it's your own business. You're not getting screamed at by some dickhead. Well, unless you're just yelling at yourself. Nah, that's my life. Well, you are your own boss. I know. So. I know. I just scream at myself. <laughs> like a dickhead. Right. Pour some beer for me, sir. So, as a port... Again, unremarkable about the color. It's a porter. It's brown. It's yeah. <laughs> opaque. It's well, not <laughs> the, I will give you a little bit of a heads up on the head. It is much more of a tan than a white. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's not a full... Deep dark beer. Yeah. Not a full midnight, but as close no. as you can get. On the Ooh. nose, it's got a real interesting nose. It smells fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Smells like a vanilla coffee porter to me. I mean, man, you get to have some vanilla notes right there on the nose, some coffee. Smells very balanced. Yeah, you get both. Now, I'm usually more of the vanilla, actually, on the second sniff. Yeah. That's I'm, not bad. Yeah, I'm getting more of a sweet than a, than a coffee. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's interesting, uh, again, because there was no information. <laughs> usually we like to point out if there it was brewed with, you know, local coffee. Right. No idea. We have no idea. <laughs> That's usually something that they like to throw in there. Right. I didn't find much information on that dank Frank juice when I looked for it either. They like to, <laughs> I, they like to play it to, close to the vest, I guess. They must. <laughs> this is a secretive brewery. Yeah. But uh, let's taste this one, see what's up. Mm. Like the nose, you get a lot more vanilla flavor than you do coffee. So it's a lot drier than I was anticipating? Yeah, I agree. That too. It is drier. Kind of a little bitter on the back end. At least my first sip was. Yeah, maybe I, was I need not another one. That. Yeah, I did taste the vanilla right off the bat, right up front, mm-hmm. and then there was just a little bitterness on the back end that's actually still lingering around in my throat. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a coffee bitterness. Yeah, which I usually don't like. It's almost like if you had a maybe like a Maxwell house that has been sitting in the pot for like an hour yeah. and a half yeah. and you put it in your uh, you put it in your cup and you let it sit there for maybe another half hour no cream no sugar and then you drink it yeah this, this that is, sounds awful this is definitely like black coffee that's yeah yeah definitely black coffee but it's, it's that same type of bitterness and it's not something that's incredibly appealing <laughs> <laughs> incredibly appealing <laughs> but you know what 
that was only my first sip, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my hold my judgment at least a little bit <laughs> until yeah. uh, you know I at least finish this taster here and see if any of any of the flavors or anything changes with this guy. So while we do that, I think it's time we dive into segment two. That's where you guys come in. Okay. <laughs> All, All right, right. Segment, segment two. We need like a theme song to so let everybody know we're coming into segment two. See, when you introduce things, Adam, you should probably introduce them fully. Yeah, but that's not nearly as much fun. <laughs> so segment two, we figured we'd take a little bit of time to talk about the goings-on in Pittsburgh. Yes. The comings-ups for, uh, I mean, we have Craft Beer Week on the horizon, and then there's a bunch of other events. Not to mention Libations Week. Right. Well, Libations Week is far. Yeah, that, that's is. not till October. That's far, far in the it future. Is. But I still want to mention it. We'll, we'll talk about good, that later. <laughs> Way later. We got plenty of time to talk about that. Um, but yeah, uh, one of the first things on on the docket would be Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week. That's going to be April twentieth to the 29th. So that is right around the corner. Yeah, and uh, we'll probably talk about it. I don't want to spend much time. No, because we'll, be more to we'll talk about it next week. Right. So, but yeah, that's going on. Uh, I'll be on vacation this year, April 20th to the 28th, so I'm going to miss <laughs> Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week almost in its entirety. Oops. <laughs> Which also Sam just called out he's not on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surprise is ruined. <laughs> so yeah, uh, moving past April though, an event I'm pretty excited for is the uh, Punkin' Drublick concert tour uh, is coming yes. to Pittsburgh, May 20th. Yes, I believe that's one of the three beer fests that I currently have on the docket. So, <laughs> so for those that don't know, Punk and Drublick is is the no FX, I guess created because they, they started it right. They well, it's their album, right? Punk and Drublick. Right. So it's their it's their baby. It's their concert slash beer fest. So it's an all day event, and it starts with a three hour beer fest followed by a five hour concert. Holy shit! Yeah, it's from one to nine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a long day, and it's on a friggin' Sunday, so I gotta go to work the next day. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, they start with a beer fest, and it should be pretty awesome. There's supposed to be over a hundred craft beers there, and you buy one ticket, gets you admission to both the beer fest and the concert. And after you're done, get nice and tuned up, you get to see No FX and Bad Religion and the Mad Caddies and a slew of other punk rock bands from probably the 80s or 90s, many of which I've never heard of, but I will gladly watch. I'm just hoping for some me first and they give me gimmies. No. No. They're I'm not, sorry. They're not there. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if me first would really fit into this. What, off of Fat Records? Of course they would. Yeah, it just seems like... I don't know. Swinging udders? How about them? Maybe this is better swinging other udders. Well, they're kind of like the Mad Caddies. Kind of ska. Yeah. But what's yeah, interesting, what's it, interesting about this? We though, need to pick it up. Is oh god. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's interesting about this one is it starts with the beer fest, and then goes to the concert. To me, it makes complete sense. I don't know that that makes sense. I like the way the brutal was set up. <laughs> Where it's concurrent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that too. I, I thought it was kind of odd um, that the beer fest would be first. And then afterwards, they say when the concert starts, then there'll be a cash bar so you can buy more craft beer. Oh, you that I did not know. Oh, yes. Uh, so it's not like it goes dry at 4 o'clock when the music uh, yeah. starts. And, and I have a sneaking suspicion that there will be music playing. Oh, it has to be. When, when the craft beer fest is going on. I bet, and I bet it will be live. Live. Yeah, I bet it's maybe it's some of the lesser known bands on the bill, maybe or maybe some locals, maybe some locals. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I'll be curious to see what kind of beer is there because from what I've read, it's supposed to be beer from California where no FX is from. Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously the one that's going to be there is the Punk and Drublick. Right. Yeah. Uh, you would assume. Yeah. <laughs> it's not only a tour, it's not only an album, but it's also <laughs> a, a beer. <laughs> uh, that was brooding collaboration with Stone. Yep. Huh. So, right. yeah. So imagine if we get there and it's not there. That, oh, would be, that would be a complete disappointment. <laughs> that's, how you get it, that's how you start a riot. Yeah, but that's a total punk move. <laughs> yes, it is. And maybe they want to incite a riot. Right. <laughs> so it's my understanding that that is down at the Riverhound Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yes. That would be a fantastic venue for a beer fest. I I'm think so. Really yeah. surprised that nobody has done that yet. It's probably a bit cost prohibitive. Possibly. Yeah, but I yeah, I agree. I totally agree. It's definitely something that could be a beer fest and a uh, food truck. Yeah. Like way way better than event. Stage AE. Yeah. Way better. Um, um, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, Stage AE has its perks for their beer yeah. fest. And yeah. their summer beer fest is pretty badass. Plus, they already have the stage set up for the uh, they do. band. They so. do, but I don't know. And to me, it seems like the stadium would have more space. Yeah, I, I can t- I can see where you're coming from because uh, the the Washington Wild Things yeah they have had beer fests down at their stadium right, right. Um, out on the field so mm-hmm. yeah I can see how like that definitely provides more room to hang out and move right. around <laughs> right plus it's got a much better view of the city yeah but uh, which you can't pay for well actually you can't pay for it. you just go to a game right well, you, pay, yeah. you can pay for it <laughs> you can pay who wants to pay to go see a Riverhounds game man I went to one a long time ago probably two years ago a oh. long time ago <laughs> that, that, two years is a long time yeah I mean that's a pretty long time and I have not been back since that was one boring ass soccer game there was no hooligans causing trouble and running around it was like family friendly and the thing that pissed me off most is they had a bar there but you couldn't bring beer into the stands so if what? You, yeah, I know, right? Okay, you well, you could yeah. not bring the beer into the stands. You'd go to the bar, and then you'd have to drink it in the confined bar area. You couldn't bring it back to your seat and watch the game. That's stupid. Now yeah, I don't know if those stupid. rules have changed. Maybe in the two years since, I, I hope that Maybe. they did. But Maybe. I thought that was stupid. That is stupid. One hundred percent stupid. Oh well. Yeah. So uh, there's one other beer. I hope it maybe will be there. That um, being uh, the. But the band's not playing. But Belching Beaver did a crossover with uh, the Deftones. Oh, okay. And they have a beer. It's called the Phantom Bride, and I believe that's an IPA. Okay. So, that, I mean, Sam said there would be California beers there. Right. That makes sense to me. It does <laughs> make sense. It's a band crossover beer. It's from California. <laughs> it's checking all the boxes. Right. I like Belching Beaver. They're a good brewery. <laughs> They've got some good stuff. So what else we got going on here in the great state? City of Pittsburgh? I almost said state like an idiot. (laughs) Pittsburgh's a state of mind, but bro. (laughs) That's right. Uh, let's see what's next. Um, hmm. We got uh, we got beers of the Berg coming up the first weekend in June. That's June second. Correct. Yeah. Once again, returning to the Cary Furnace, another fantastic venue. And mm-hmm. this one, just based on the increase in breweries from last year to this year, is supposed to be the biggest one yet. Good, neat, good, good. So good. I think there's going to be. 55 to 60 breweries. I mean, they're all coming out. I looked at the list this year, and every every one from the big guys to the small guys, anything local, anything really within probably a 300-mile radius almost because it goes down to Indiana, up to Erie. Right, yeah. Um, out Levity's to Dubois. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all, all shapes and sizes come out for this, <laughs> this beer fest. So I know I'm going again. I'm very excited. I try to go every year. The Furnace is a great uh, place to have a beer fest, and it's just – 
supposed to be bigger than bigger and better than ever. So yeah. uh, once again, if you're into the local scene here in Pittsburgh, June 2nd at the Cary Furnace is our annual Beers of the Berg Fest. Be there or be square. I know two confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, abjuration. Yep. Our, our good buddies, our friends, <laughs> and excellent brewery. Yes. So I'm excited to see what they bring out. And then uh, Cobble House, who we also did an episode with, all the way back, if you go back to episode 17. <laughs> I am very impressed that you were able to pull that out. I have autism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Uh, but if you go all the way back to that episode, you can listen to uh, Cobble House with Scott when they first open, and they're actually celebrating their one-year anniversary this uh, weekend. Yeah, so congratulations to them. Yeah. Yeah, this will be the first time they're actually coming to Beers of the Berg. Right, yeah. Right. They have not yet attended, so no. excited to have those guys come out and get more integrated into the craft beer community here in Pittsburgh, because I feel like sometimes they're kind of out in the outskirts, out in Coriopolis. Right, right. They, they're, they're sometimes sometimes missed, or they're not part of the conversation. They don't always have a seat at the table, so hopefully this will really open some people up to the fact that it's even out there. Well, they've only been around for a year, so. Right. True, true, but <laughs> I hope they knock it out of the park. Yeah. I really do. So good luck to them, and... Uh, We'll be at abjuration drinking. <laughs> <laughs> just find us at that tent. Yeah, just find us at abjuration. <laughs> Maybe Shubrew. Yeah, yeah, they were really good last year. I don't too. get it. Yeah, I don't get enough Shubrew. Oh, in my Shubrew life. is amazing. Right. Yeah, I don't get enough Shubrew in my life. Right. <laughs> oh, I, they're kind of the same way. They're kind of out of the way. Yeah, they're out of the way for me. Up in Zelianople. Yeah. So, although that is a fun word to say. Right. <laughs> that is a fantastic spot if nobody's ever gone up there to that little brewery they have up there right on Main Street in Zealy. Oh, it's fun. I heard the food's really good there. I've only been there for beers, but I hear they have great, great snacks, great wings. Right on. Well, so. maybe we can find our way up there to do an episode one day. So I mean, that, would, that, at all. that would be swell because I think they have some of the best beer in Pittsburgh. They got they know what they're doing and they're uh, running strong with their pixelated IPA series right now, which I've had none of those beers, but what? the cans look cool. Yeah, I, I can't get them. I mean, they're, they're, they don't come down here, and I mean, gotcha. getting up to Zelianople is for a can release is very challenging. It's a task. It's you a task. you gotta really love your run. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Zealand Oval at 8 o'clock in the morning. Let's go. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh. ah, Hitchhiker's a mile from my house, right. and they're releasing a couple kids, too. See, that's the other thing, is you got to skip everything else that would kind of be on the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I would like to go up for something once. Yeah. Once. Well, we'll one one time. We'll I mean, I've been up there, but I mean for yeah. a can release. Yeah. Can releases for fun. We'll go. We'll check them out sometime. Hopefully, we'll, we got plenty of time. We got plenty of beer. Got plenty of breweries. So uh, the the event after that, uh, out of June, is the Summer Beer Fest, uh, July thirteenth at the uh, Stage AE. Yep. I will be keeping Anybody? up my per perfect <laughs> attendance record uh, this year. I will be okay. going. My friend Derek and I. We always go. Um, guess it's kind of our thing, but this year I was super excited. Not only do I love this beer fest because it's outside, it's in the summer, it's a Sage AE, and they just keep expanding and expanding each year. Mm -hmm. And to Adam's point earlier, he said it, it might be a little bit small or, you know, the 
Uh, space the, is a little crammed in. It might be a little crammed in, but they keep expanding farther and farther out into the Heinz Field parking lots. Mm. So they are adding additional space, which is nice because they keep pulling in more and more breweries. Yeah. I and mean, there's over 100 breweries there, over 300 beers every year. And I just love the beer fest. It's, I love the camaraderie there. And they open up both sides of the stage. They plop the Lava Game, which is a great 80s and 90s cover band smack down in the middle of the stage and they just play the entire beer fest. So although, you know, there's a lot of national brands there and there's a lot of beers we've already had, it's it's a fun event to me. I've, I've always enjoyed it and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll continue to enjoy it. It's great summer fun. Yeah. Where, where Beers of the Berg is kind of like you want to try to drink everyone because everybody's going to have something new. Everybody's going to have something you can't really find. Everybody mm-hmm. steps out with their best. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. steps out with their best. I feel like the summer beer fest is the one where you go to drink specifics yeah because like oh they have this i need to that's get true it. yeah because like every now and then you find like a new bird because i mean that's the first time we had epic yeah that's a great point because i, I kind of use it to play catch up because i see you know over the course of the first six months of the year that a lot of these national breweries are putting out some beers that i really want to try but if i don't get a mix mix of six and i i don't see the bar or see the bar see the beer on draft at a bar odds are i'm not going to have it but the summer beer fest has a lot of those a lot of those new brews from yeah. you know, founders or a dogfish head or heavy seas or a thirsty dog something like that that i'm like oh well i'm here now i can catch up and try it and see what i think yeah it, so it's it, a good thing it's a good way to do that yeah it's definitely easier to just kind of plan your purchasing habits i guess <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's really hard to keep up on <laughs> right right so there are a couple new breweries coming to town as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spring Hill Brewing. Yes. Uh, they may have opened by the time this episode comes out. Okay. They are very, very close to opening. Probably like soft opening. Right. <laughs> soft right. opening in between the time we record this and release it. Exactly, exactly. So well, it's it, this, this weekend, so if you're yeah. listening to this on release day on Friday the 13th, yeah. the brewery is open. Right now. <laughs> right, yeah, right now. Go. So, so go check them out. And the, there is another one that I actually just found about last week. How's that? Uh, it's uh, And it's actually in a market that is surprisingly a bit, no pun intended, untapped. Ah. So yeah, the, the North Hills is a bit of an untapped market. And there is a brewery that is opening up in, in Mars, Pennsylvania. Oh. Yes. Yes. This, this weekend as well. So if you're listening to this once again on release day, check it out. <laughs> Stick City Brewing. Huh. So I don't know anything about these people. Right. Uh, it's actually opened up by a, an engineer, so near and dear to my heart. Nerd. Uh, seven barrel system, so he's coming in hot. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about the facilities. I've seen one or two pictures. Looks very nice. All so right. I, I do know about the facility. It is actually in the old Mars fire station. Uh, Apparently they built like a brand new state-of-the-art facility up there for yeah. their new fire station. And someone bought the old one and turned it into Stick City Brewing. Ah, okay. So I think it's going to be pretty neat. And I hope they left the fire poles. Please leave the fire poles and let us play on them. So you know what the funny thing is? It's I've, not a safety hazard. I've, I promise. I've <laughs> been inside the new one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't go toward new firehouses? No. Weirdos? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. A uh, couple of new breweries coming to town. And uh, Strange Roots will be opening as well. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's uh, it is, but it isn't a new one. Yes. Yeah, well, it's new. It's well, 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 well. If you're listening to this on release day, Friday the thirteenth, <laughs> the third brewery that's having their grand opening this weekend is Strange Roots. Yeah. Experimental Ales, which is right. kind of the rebranded Dry Log. 
So that new facility in Gibsonia is opening this weekend as well. Yeah, there that's, you go. that's brand brand new. So there's a hot so. weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of breweries opening up. Booze, booze. So, yeah. Lots of drinking to do here this what? summer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the spring first. Well, spring first and then summer and then. Then until fall, the fall, then and, then, and then that's when we get into the spring libations. Right, week. exactly. <laughs> Bring it back to the full circle. Then we can talk about it, Adam. <laughs> For now, let's just talk about this ocular pat-down by Oddside Ales. From Michigan. From Michigan. I'm, I'm pointing at my hand of where <laughs> in Michigan it is. From Michigan, referencing Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And as we record this, Philadelphia is getting killed <laughs> in the first game. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so everybody's going to know we're recording on Wednesday. Sure. That's all right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the curtain back. Whoops. Whoopsie-doo. <laughs> this isn't live. Yeah. Yeah, so back to this beer here. Um, you know, I'm still undecided on this beer. Like, here's the thing. I like a lot about it, but then there's some things I don't like about it. Um, so first, the vanilla flavor is great. I love that on the front end. It's, it's fantastic. As the beer warmed up, I started to get a little less bitterness on the back end. Mm-hmm. And I like that, but at the same time, I didn't like it because now I think the beer is a little bit too warm to be drinking. I, <laughs> so now I'm confused. I'm in a state of flux here with this <laughs> beer. So I just, I just don't know. There's things I like and there's things I don't. I, I agree with losing the bitterness, but on, I think part of losing the bitterness was also losing the coffee flavor. I agree. That's I agree. true. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of just turned into more of just a vanilla. Yeah, it just, it just became a dry vanilla, which right. is not a good combination. I didn't care for it that much. I no. didn't either. I'll be perfectly honest. With this beer, I wasn't particularly impressed. Yeah, neither was I. Hmm. It was okay at best. It's no dang Frank juice. No, it's no, no dang, dang Frank. Frank juice. Dang oh, Frank still. Well. <laughs> dang Frank still champ. But that's okay. Yeah. You know, they still have. I, I give them credit for trying. I mean, I like the I like the label. The label's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and they have one more one more chance to redeem themselves completely. They yeah. do. Well, they have more than one chance. I mean, well, they, yeah, they got a shit ton of beers. Yeah, I was gonna say I looked at their website. There is a laundry list of beers. <laughs> yes, if if you may find that you don't like this one as well, look into their tap list and look into their bottle list and can list. They have an amazing amount of beers. <laughs> they are very experimental, and I definitely appreciate that about yes. them. Yes, that's, agreed. And that's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> <laughs> and just think, the worst that the ocular pat-down could do tonight is third. It's getting a medal. Yeah, it's getting a medal. <laughs> so it's, it's bronzing. At least, at least. At least. So why don't we uh, take a quick break? We can get Def Leppard set up for our third segment. Uh, by the way, surprise guests, Def Leppard will be on the show. Oh, Don't, don't make fantastic. promises like this. <laughs> no, it's an actual Def Leppard. Oh. We got oh, it from the Pittsburgh Zoo. Neat. <laughs> Very nice. I'm going to give him pets. <laughs> and scritches. Yes. We've never had a member of the feline family on the show before, <laughs> so that's very exciting. Certainly love me some pussy. Cut that. Nope. fucking assholes and you're an asshole too that is why we started up this podcast just for you if you are offended if we make you want to cry you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy who invited 
this guy. <laughs> Who invited this guy? I'm Danny Tate. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we are glad you're here with us right now because we would love to tell you more about our show, Potsy. Every week we tear down stuff that pisses us off in the world. We talk about a new topic every week, and Josh is going to tell you what those topics are. Anal leakage, scrotum shaving, colon cancer, midgets, mass murder of lightning bugs, fat people, alcohol abuse, genital warts, Eric farting, pissing into empty beer cans, constant crickets, road rage, full frontal nudity, circumcision, pedophile priests, and tinfoil hats. Woo! <laughs> so check us out on iTunes or Podbean. You can also check us out over on Instagram at WITGpod. And as always, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Well, Hawk Nation, we are rounding second, heading into third, right? Because it's baseball season now, and the Buccos are off to a hot, hot start. I don't buy it. You, you don't buy a, that they're on a hot start. I don't. I don't. I, it, I it cannot buy into this team yet. I think can't what they're eight yet. and two right now. Can't buy in. I'm sorry. Still can't do it. Okay. Come, come talk to me at the All Star break. Oh, I can't buy in yet either. I'm just saying they're off to a hot start, which you can't deny that. Yeah. I didn't say true. I was bought in, and I don't like Bob Nutting. I don't like Bob Nutting. No, I don't like Bob Nutting. Nobody likes Bob. I don't like Bob Nutting. Bob Nutting doesn't like. Did I tell you I didn't like Bob Nutting? All right, so. Let's let's talk about something that Bob Nutton doesn't own, <laughs> and that is odd side ales. Because if he did, the beer would probably be highly priced, and it would probably be mediocre to shitty every year that they brew these brews. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be uh, buying a lot of second-hand ingredients and, <laughs> and trading off uh, bags of strata hops for... <laughs> and then blaming you for buying yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> for, for bags of grass. Right. <laughs> oh, your man. fault, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh. So, Michigan, don't even let Bob Nutting come to your state. <laughs> That's right. Keep him away, please. <laughs> Keep him off the mitten. All right, Adam, what's our last odd side ale that so, we're going to be enjoying tonight? The last one that we are enjoying is a wheat beer. So, honestly, we haven't had a lot of wheat beers on here lately. No. We've kind of, but I mean, for we're, the winter. We're, yeah, we're kicking sense. back in the spring, so right. we're getting back into wheat beers, and here's one now. Right. So, this <laughs> is the Weeby Jammin'. This is a wheat beer brewed with peanut butter. And raspberries. Ooh. So this is the first peanut butter jelly beer that we've had. <laughs> right. Right. So in terms of uh, numbers, I'll give you a quick hitter on that. ABV, 4.5. IBUs, 28. SRM, no idea. This sounds like it's right up your alley. <laughs> it really does. A wheat beer with medium ABV and minimal hops? Yeah. Let's see how this works. I'm intrigued. I've only had one other peanut butter and jelly beer that I can think of. And it wasn't great, but it's just, it's two interesting flavors that you're trying to mix together. Yeah. And it works really well between two slices of bread. And I don't know. I mean, in beer, it's just. Wheat is I, bread. Yeah, we, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. So, so maybe I, mean, I just had a bad one. Yeah. I, I think all the ingredients are here. Bread, peanut butter, and jelly. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's the list. So Seems like when you're just, that'd be like if you just mashed a peanut butter and jelly sandwich together in your hands into a little ball and then ate it. Yeah. You've never done that before? Which I guess would be really good. What the hell am I talking about? That sounds fantastic. It's much more efficient that way, too. Just jam it all in your mouth at once. Don't just don't have take a, bites. Yeah, just have a sandwich ball. Yeah. I think you guys are thinking about Uncrustables. That's all you need. Pretty much, yeah. yeah that's it. That's it. So uh, this is definitely the most interesting colored beer. Yeah, we're finally not saying gold or yeah. straw or dark. I'm going to say pink lemonade. <laughs> yeah, this has country time pink lemonade written yeah. all over it. It really does. It really does. 
Uh, I almost a grapefruit. I would say it's a grapefruit color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And on the nose, holy, holy crap! Holy shit, that does smell like like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Wow. That's, could, that's damned impressive. That smells that like some crust really <laughs> impressive nose. I mean, you get the peanut butter in one nostril, the jelly in the other, and then it just kind of mashes together. Yeah. I, I, I get like the peanut butter up front, and then the raspberry comes on the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is that's really impressive. That in and of itself is impressive. I haven't right. even tried the beer yet. What a nose! All right then, let's let's yeah yeah <laughs> bitter patter. Let's get at her. Man, that nose. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's interesting. I don't know if this is just me. Maybe I've only taken one sip, but on the nose, to Steve's point, I got the peanut butter first mm-hmm. and then the raspberry jelly second. But when I took a sip, it was the exact opposite. I agree. I, I got the raspberry jelly first and then kind of some peanut butter on the yep. back end. I completely agree. That's really weird. That is weird. Hmm. It's like a little roll reversal yeah. right there in this glass. See, for me, it co- it comes out more like I get the raspberry up front, and it has like a very tart raspberry, mm-hmm. and then it actually kind of dissipates into just a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Right. So I don't, yeah, so it's not the the raspberry goes away, it just... The peanut butter arrives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'd... I kind of dig it, because if the raspberries are hitting your palate first, you don't want it to be too sour too long, otherwise it's going to taste like a sour, and right. peanut butter and jelly sours right. probably not going to work. <laughs> Can't say for sure. I've never tried one, but you know, I, it's weird how it does that. I mean, that's that's pretty incredible when you think about it. It just kind of dissipates and you get the peanut butter back end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, fairly impressive. Mm-hmm. I was pretty much taken aback because it does start tart and I got really scared. <laughs> right. What are we getting into here? Yeah, I was like, oh no, this is going to be bad. But then, like, the more sips, it, it, this is a weird phrase and it's hard to ever say it because nobody usually says acquired taste in a positive light. <laughs> but you're absolutely I'm say, correct. I'm saying this is an acquired taste. You have to take a couple sips to right. get used to the way the beer is going to. But mm-hmm. after, right. after a couple of sips, I, I like this. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Mm-hmm. It is just very, very, very unique. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm, I dig it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep sipping on this band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, I I, I was half expecting because we've had the Rusty Rail uh, Fool's Gold. Yes. At least Adam and I have. I don't yes. know if Sam you've no, had. No, I've that. actually never had that beer. Yeah, it's a peanut butter Hefeweizen. I've seen it around and it is on my list. I just haven't gotten to it yet. It's really good. It really is. Yeah, yeah it's legitimately a good beer. But that one's like really full of peanut butter flavor. Mm-hmm. This one, well, there's no jelly in that one. No, 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 no. But uh, I was I was thinking it might come around kind of the same uh, profile, but like there's definitely more kind of a jelly in this one mm-hmm. rather than a uh, especially on the nose, yeah. especially on especially the nose. on the nose. Yeah, it gives you weird burps too. <laughs> <laughs> Finding that out the hard way. All right, we can move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is time for some super happy fun times. Okay. Do you guys like super happy fun times? I'm all right with it. I'm Sometimes. Good. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> So, uh, for those that aren't aware, boo on you, uh, but is it is the start of the NHL playoffs. Yes. It is a borderline holiday here in the city of Pittsburgh. That's because we keep winning. It's because we keep <laughs> winning. That's right. So, uh, in honor of the start of the NHL playoffs, we are going to play a game called Drink Your Enemy. Okay. So, what we are going to do is I'm going to give you three breweries in an NHL city. Okay. And you have to tell me which team is from that city. Okay. Oh, okay. So, That's interesting. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a just an example. Mm-hmm. The, this one uh, does not count. Right. Uh, 
Flying Fish, Devil's Creek, Double Nickel. New Jersey Devils. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, do you know what city the New Jersey Devils play in? Camden. Newark. Right. There you go. It's one of, it's one of those crime-ridden places. That's or somewhere not around Newark. Yeah. Not in Camden. No. It's one of those crime-ridden places that's not Trenton. <laughs> this is the second episode that we've been shitting on Jersey. <laughs> oh, well. And it's usually usually what I'm here on the podcast. Too. Yeah. So, so you guys get the general idea? I get it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're not really splitting the atom here. Right. So I'll, I'll start off with a city. Okay. Three breweries. Give me the team. Okay. Aeronaut Brewing, Dorchester Brewing, Mystic Brewing. I would assume the Boston Bruins, if I had to guess. Well done. Yeah, Dorchester. Well done. Dorchester, Dorchester yeah. city yeah. outside Mystic. of Boston. And now, Mystic, I've never <laughs> heard of any of those breweries, by the way. <laughs> Mystic is a little bit of a misnomer on that one, because that's more of a New England. I believe Mystic is actually in Mystic, Connecticut. Okay. It's about an hour, hour and a half outside. Okay. But they'd love that Boston sports in Connecticut. See, that's where I got confused. I was totally going to say the Hartford Whalers when you said <laughs> <Yeah>. Mystic. So. <laughs> Hartford the Whale? <laughs> oh, poor Hartford the Whale. I'll give you another one. Hellbender Brewing. Hellbender? Hellbender. Okay. Mmm. Blue Jacket Brewing. Columbus. Three Stars Brewing. Columbus. Wrong. Sam? Oh, really? Now, is that is he wrong because he didn't say the entire team name? No. Oh, he's not. Okay. No, so he is 100% Columbus. No, it's just, it's just a throw-off. Okay. So I'm going to say the Dallas Stars. You would also be wrong. Damn it. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> uh, it is actually uh, the Washington Capitals. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Three stars was the key on that one because their flag has three stars on it. Oh, and I think their jerseys do too, right? They got all Maybe. sorts of stars on them. Yeah, I think there's a big star and then a medium star and a little star. Uh, there you go. I think so. Three Maybe. stars. Three stars. That's all right. They suck anyways. No cup for you. <laughs> That's right. That is right. How does a vet can drink his beer? With no cup. <laughs> 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 so I so stupid. hate that joke. If I if I were the Capitals, I would ex basically consider him like a bad luck thing, bad juju, right? And just trade him to the Knights. <laughs> they, yeah, but they're well, yeah, exactly. They're, they're doing good right now. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying the Knights could use like you know a top star like that, and right. Other than Mark Andre, but <laughs> send him to like Vancouver, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Maybe a Canuck. So, the Russian Kenyak. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Dock Street Brewing. Crime and Punishment Brewing. St. Benjamin Brewing. That is Philadelphia. Well done. Wow. Well done. Crime and Punishment I know about. Yes. And uh, <laughs> let's be honest, know. the Broad Street Bullies. Right, that too. The Flyers. Yeah. By the way, Flyers suck. Flyers suck. <laughs> flyers are losing dirty-ass rat birds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done shit since 1975. I'm pretty sure that streak is going to continue as I knock on wood. Oh, let's knock on wood, please. Philadelphia is on a friggin' hot streak right now with you, the Eagles and Villanova and you want the, the friggin' Sixers, 15 games in a row. That means one team's got to be bad. That's right. And I vote the Flyers. Yeah, it's got to be the reverse now. That's right. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the next one? Yes. Yes. Okay. We have the Black Abbey Brewing, Fat Bottom Brewing, and Honky Tonk Brewing. That would be the Nashville, Nashville Predators. Predators. I gotta go with Sam on that one. Yeah, that it is. was a little bit quicker, but yes. yeah. yeah. Did no. you say the Predators or did you say Nashville Knights? No, I Nashville said Nashville Knights. Predators. No. no, I said Predators. No, come I on. Thought, I thought you had come on. city team all, come on. <laughs> all screwed up. That was quick. That was quick. That was very nice. 
Okay, this one's an easy one. If either of you guys don't get this one, I will Pittsburgh be. Penguins. Minnesota Wild. No, dude, all of them. No. Colorado Avalanche. Moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, who farted? Brewing. Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, yeah. I don't even have to. Yeah, these are these are actually three releases. We ones. know who farted. Yeah. Well, I know who farted. Can I at least? They, go, they go got fun. The pun- they got fun punched just like Evil Genius. I know. Yeah. I know. So there was who farted. Elevator uh-huh. and platform. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty easy one. Elevator, we've been to platform. I drink a bunch, so yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> or if I find myself in Columbus again, I'm going there because they make some tasty beverages. They I've only do. had one beer from them, but <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I just know on the craft beer scene, like people people know hoof hearted. They want hoof hearted. And when I was uh, tailgating my first dancing gnome can release, somebody came up to me and offered me a, a glass of hoof hearted beer. For, oh. it was like a sunflower. Saison goes a thing. Oh, that's interesting. A sunflower saison. I don't remember what the hell it was called, but <laughs> it was something weird. But it was really tasty. It was like wildflower flower or something. Yeah, brewed with like sunflower seeds and like the flower parts. That'd be interesting. Although you'd think it would come from a Kansas-based brewery. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I could be wrong on like that. Like tall grass? Well, no, because it's well, yeah, yeah, it's I, a sunflower state. Right. All right. So I got one more. Okay. Uh, I really don't care about this one. Okay. But I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> Sounds good. Fountain Square Brewing, Sun King Brewing, and Round Town Brewing. Sun King. Sun King mm. sounds familiar. I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Lightning. No. I'm going to say the Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. This one is actually for you, Sam. Vegas Knights? No. I don't know. You're the one that told me to put this in here. Is it a Cleveland... <laughs> Is it a Cleveland AHL team? Yeah, I don't <laughs> the know. The Barons. What, I don't know what uh, the hell you are talking about. The Lake Erie <laughs> Monsters, I apologize. Oh, the Lake Erie Monsters. Yeah. It is not. No. Oh. No. Oh, it's not the Lake Erie Monsters. No. Who the hell is it? It's the Indiana Pacers. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you're switching sports on us. Okay, you're the okay. one that told me to put this in there. That's why I said I don't care, because well, I could give two shits about the Cavaliers. <laughs> now, I'm, see, I was, I thought... I, did, I misunderstood the game. I thought we were going to be talking about no, breweries and no, no, beers no, 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 no. and opposing cities to the teams that we were fans of. Some Cavs fan as well, and they'll be playing the Pacers in the first round. Go. I thought that I was going to talk about Zombie Dust and Three Floyds, but apparently that was not the case. <laughs> no. Besides, I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. So <laughs> yeah, don't care about any of them. Well. We'll see how they do in the playoffs this I year. I don't think they're in the playoffs. <laughs> they're not even in the NBA anymore. The Hornets? The Hornets? No, no. They, they were. They're uh, totally they're back. Yeah. Oh, they're back. I thought they moved uh, down to uh, New Orleans and became the Pelicans. Yes, and then once the Hornets became the Pelicans, the Lynx then became the Hornets again. No, oh, really? The Hornets are back. The Hornets yeah, are they've back. They've been back yeah. for years, man. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Look it up. It's on the internet. I know. It's just, it's just as baffling as when I found out there was a band called the Oak. Or, there was a uh, team called the Oklahoma Thunder. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Shut they're, up. They're pretty good. You got to worry about that city thunder. Shut up. <laughs> really? Charlotte Hornets are a freaking team? How did you not really? Aren't you the NBA fan on this podcast? I don't know if I'd say I'm an NBA fan. Between the three of us? He's a Cavalier. Yeah, between the three of us. Absolutely. Yeah, you're. 
Yeah, I like I like the NBA. I I haven't watched since Shaq left Orlando. So <laughs> right, right. Back when Larry Johnson was a thing. Yeah, Grandmama, Anthony Hardaway, <laughs> Panty. Send it to Panty. Wait, they are wait they are the NBA though. Yes, yes. <laughs> they didn't magically bring back the NBA with a multicolored ball. Oh, that means we would have had a team. I know. And they're actually the Hornets. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the Hornets, they're actually the Hornets. Why, why do I not know? No, they're not actual Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> they, changed their, they changed their logo. Well, yeah. Look at the Houston Rockets. They did the same thing. They changed their logo. It's life, man. It keeps going. Anaheim Ducks changed their logo once. They did. <laughs> they have a Twitter account and everything. <laughs> Really? One of the first one of the first links on here. Charlotte Hornets say they lacked spirit of past seasons. Sounds about <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's what yeah. happens when you keep. Hey, you learn something new every day. about sports you actually watch. <laughs> I, I am completely buffaloed. Are the Houston Oilers still a team? They are not. <laughs> That's like being surprised. Like the Winnipeg Jets are a team. Right. <laughs> like they're back. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> I knew about that one. So, uh, congratulations for playing. I won. No, I think I won. I'm I pretty got sure Sam did win. <laughs> I got three correct. Yeah. I got all of them correct. <laughs> yeah, but you had the answer key right in front of you, and you made you the You did test. the research. I know I did. You made the quiz. And that's why I won. All right. That's like saying teachers can beat students. <laughs> they can do that now? <laughs> Speaking of, I saw a news article today uh-huh. that there is a school district up in Erie, Pennsylvania. And they have a fight club? No, but they oh. issued every single teacher a mini bat. A uh, mini bat, like you know, like you would get at a baseball game. Yeah, like a club. Yeah, I have one sa- signed by Andy Van Slyke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? To take care of terrorists. Cool. Or just in case kids are swearing, you can well, whack them in the back a, of the head. If there's an active shooter drill, they Shut can up, throw Timmy. a mini bat at them. Cool. That's <laughs> weird. That is weird. Yeah, mini bats. <laughs> mini bats. Like eerie high school. That's weird and inappropriate. One high school. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Only Speaking of weird and inappropriate, <laughs> let's get back to this beer. I don't know if I'd say it's inappropriate. No, no but no, it is weird. No, it's it weird. weird. It's weird for sure. It is weird. Looks weird. Smells weird for a beer. But uh, I'm telling you what, I'm digging on this. Yeah. I like this beer, and if for nothing else, they absolutely nailed down the nose. Absolutely crushed it. Yeah. I think they nailed the taste, too. I mean, you get both flavors, and they're they're there. And it's kind of like the raspberry goes first, and then he steps out of the way and lets the peanut butter take mm-hmm. a turn. It's uh, it's light and refreshing. Yeah. For, you know, so it's at least a weed ale in that sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they knocked it out of the park with this one. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's just one of those, it's absolutely an acquired taste that you're going to have to take a couple swigs of this. Yeah. Like, you might throw you off in the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, keep drinking on it. It gets better. <laughs> it gets way better. Yeah. No, I like this thing. Yeah. Man. So I think it's time that we uh, we go to the podium. Yes. Perfect. And uh, Sam, I'm going to go to you. Uh, what do you consider your bronze, your silver, your gold? All right. From Oddside Brewing. I think the last probably three or four times I've been on the podcast now, I got to go <laughs> first on the podium. And Adam, you've always turned it over to me first. So thank well, you very much. We always let the guest go first. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That is a, that is a snide comment. But I will take it. I will take <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So in bronze today is going to be, what was that, that vanilla coffee thing? The ocular binocular? Ocular, ocular pat, pat down. down. Ocular pat down. 
Come on, you know <laughs> Mac clears everybody when they come in the bar. <laughs> the ocular pat down. Um, that's going to go in third. I think we said it. It just didn't. The fl- the flavor wasn't there. The coffee introduced a bitterness into the beer instead of a rich coffee flavor that I was hoping for. So I, I probably wouldn't even drink that one again. It wasn't a great beer, but sorry, odd side. Uh, Ales, that's getting bronze tonight. Probably all the way around if, <laughs> if I'm predicting the future. <laughs> the future. Um, second in uh, the silver medal position for me is going to be the Wee Bee Jammin'. And I really like this beer. So gold and silver were really a toss-up for me tonight. But I have to say... The Weeby Jammin' is a cool beer, it's unique, it's flavorful, it accomplishes what it's set out to accomplish, both on the nose and the flavor, uh, but to me, it's just, it wasn't as good as an Imperial IPA, and even though I said that the Dank Frank Juice was not, um, was not my favorite IPA, not the best one that I've ever had, it wasn't the hoppiest one that I've ever had, I still would take that over this beer. So with that, the Dank Frank Juice is getting my gold tonight. Um, Good beer. Uh, I, I would drink it again. Probably wouldn't buy it, but you know, at the end of the day, I would certainly recommend it. And I, I love the label on that one as well as the Weeby Jammin' and the Ocular Pat Down. So the labels were great. Uh, and the thing that I'm most excited about after trying these beers tonight is, regardless of where they fell on the podium, Oddside Ales are some very creative Michiganers, and I really like that about breweries. And after taking a look on their website and seeing some of the beers that they've made in the past, and you know what they're currently making, I'm excited to try more. So this will be a uh, definitely a brewery that I'm going to keep my eye on, and if I see them and um, mix a six or the next time I'm up at vintage I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a couple of the ones that I haven't tried and give them a shot because I think uh, I think they will be unique if nothing else that's all I got to say about that. That's all I have to say about <laughs> That's that. a wrap. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Check us out on social media, Instagram, no, Facebook, no, no. Twitter. No, no, no. And no, we'll no, see you no. next week. I'll no, see you in no, a couple no, weeks. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go next, Steve or Adam? Somebody take it. I'll go next. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, is Sam's prognostication was correct. Um, I believe that the, uh, the ocular pat-down vanilla coffee porter is going to go bronze all around the table. I don't need to say much more about it. Sam hit everything. <laughs> All the key points. Yeah. Uh, maybe if they wanted to retool the uh, the recipe and like use better coffee <laughs> is the only thing I can think. Uh, use local. Yeah. Uh, maybe that or maybe add something to make it a little creamier or sweeter. It's just it, too bitter. Uh, silver, I'm going to go with the Weeby Jammin' as well. That's really fun and interesting beer. I like it a bunch. I suggest everybody try it if they can find it. And it's really, really good. But the Dank Frank Juice is such a really good IPA for me. It's right in the wheelhouse of not being super overpoweringly hoppy. And not to the point that it's bitter or, you know, just kind of wrecking my palate or anything. It's just really juicy and refreshing and just a nice, nice beer. I would wish that maybe it had some sort of grape or wine flavor or something <laughs> just to truly reflect Frank's antics in that episode <laughs> and uh, the drinking wine from can. But, yeah, that, that's that's what I got. Adam? So, to nobody's surprise, the ocular pat-down goes into bronze. I, I, it just wasn't great. I'm sorry. It just wasn't great at all. Uh, but no sense in beating a dead horse. Uh, in the silver medal position, I'm going to put the uh, Dank Frank juice. 
for what it is, it's not bad. Uh, for the IPA drinkers, uh, yeah, you'd probably like it. You would probably enjoy it. For those of you that are not IPA drinkers, uh, you can appreciate the balance of it. There is some maltiness going along with it, but just for me, I, it, it wasn't able to crest the hill uh, in terms of just getting on the list, on my list. Uh, so that leaves the Weeby Jammin'. And it would have made it into the gold medal position no matter what for one reason and one reason only. That nose is fantastic. I cannot get over how good that beer smells. I mean, they have absolutely nailed it. That alone puts it in the gold medal position. Beyond that, it's a pretty good beer. You know, it's a good drinker. So, for me, Ocular Pat Down, Danic Frank Juice, Weeby Jammin'. In that order. I would call the Weeby Jammin' a picnic beer. Yes. I think that would be something fun to take on a picnic. Yes. A, <laughs> yeah, it definitely would just be. A, just a light beer to drink in the summertime. This is not a beer you drink when you're mad. No, it's not. You no. can't be mad and drink this beer. This is well, this beer is like a jet ski. Well, yeah, no, you definitely can't be mad and drink this beer. There's, <laughs> uh, there's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the label <laughs> doing a funny dance. Right. It's not <laughs> and he's holding two maracas. That are also hops. Yeah. Hop maracas. Hop rockas. Yeah, this is not a hate beer. No. You're not drowning your sorrows in this no. in this beer. No, you can't be mad drinking this beer. No. It's too silly. It's, it's too fun. Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, that scores a little more points for me on that one. It's a fun beer. Fair enough. There's there's probably about a quarter of an ounce left in this beer, and I could see Adam just sitting on his couch when we leave tonight, <laughs> just sniffing nursing this it. beer. Oh, not even nursing it, just taking sniffs, getting all the sense out of there. Don't judge. Incense. Don't judge. <laughs> no, I'm not judging. If it was my house and I had that left over, I might be doing the same thing. <laughs> Get snooterful. <laughs> all right, then. Well, if you would like to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and you'll find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, just search Hop Nation USA on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Music Play. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because we are a five-star show. And that's how you help grow the show and bring it to the masses. Let everybody know. Everybody. Everybody. And if you're looking for features and reviews that you can't find on the show, well, just go to hopnationusa.com and you can email us any questions, queries, suggestions of breweries you want us to go to, anything you like at hopnationusa at gmail.com. That's all. All right. That is that. Any parting words? Well, yeah. I mean, it's been been fun, guys. I guess I'll see the audience in about three weeks. (laughs) <laughs> and you know I'm you know I kind of say that in jest but I'm not joking <laughs> I won't be here the next two weeks okay, so man. I will be following my 2008 pattern of being on the podcast every third episode <laughs> call your shot episode 58 <laughs> yep. yeah that's right that's the Latang episode ah there you go there you go alright then well we'll see you next week bye 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 bye